All right, welcome to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh, and I hope everybody's having a fantastic day. We are looking at a lot of financial data coming out this week. Starting Tuesday, we have the housing and the building permits coming out. Uh, today, we have existing home sales, tomorrow jobless claims, Philly Federal Manufacturing Index, uh, Manufacturing PMI, and Services PMI on Friday. And, uh, you know, this week the U.S. home prices hit another peak in June. Home sales fell to the fifth straight month. We are on the brink of global economic collapse. And this is the signs, you know, Bill Ingle. Here's your sign. Here's your signs. They're coming. And when we start looking at this economic data, it's going to decline over the next few months. We have uh, GDP numbers, I believe, coming out next week, the same time the Fed is about to make an announcement uh, on the raising interest rates, which I believe they're going to skip the point, uh, the 0.75% increase and go right to the 100 basis point increase. We're going to have Dr. Kirk Elliott on today, and uh, economist. He's going to be talking to us about this financial data. He's going to be talking about what is happening in the world with the financial systems. And uh, once he uh, jumps on, we're going to bring him in. But listen, I've been talking about this for a while. This, this is what we've said. We are in the midst of a firestorm event. Die, the movie Die Hard 4, if you remember this one. Die, die Hard, Die Harder, right? They talked about how to take down a country, how to collapse a country. And you utilize a firestorm event. And this is an attack on all aspects that hold that country up, the critical infrastructure that holds that country up. And back in November of 2020, I started talking about a firestorm event that was going to occur in the United States of America and that we needed to start watching for the signs that this event was occurring. And I laid out to my audience what those signs would be. I said, we're going to see social and cultural destabilization, increases in violent crime, within rural and city neighborhoods. We're going to begin to see political destabilization and radicalization, a separation of the political systems. Why did I say that? Because if you watch how color revolutions are actually operated by communist regimes, these are the starting points. This is what they do. They orchestrate firestorm events. Then on top of that, what they do is they integrate Various different types of attacks on supply chain and infrastructure of that country. Whether it's just minor disruptions or whether it's the setting up for a complete and total collapse. And if we look at our infrastructure and we look at our supply chain, well, I think you can understand that there is some serious problems. Yesterday in my podcast, we talked about two new fires. That's right. Just a coincidence, though, two new fires at food processing, manufacturing, and distribution centers, as well as how about an attack on infrastructure? We've had over 28 different oil refineries and pipelines targeted. Now, they're all saying that these are coincidences, that, uh, oh, no, the oil refineries are blown up. That's just a coincidence. Really old equipment. No. But yesterday, we had the Hoover Dam. Massive explosions at the Hoover Dam, which caused some fires. If anybody thinks that all these things are not interrelated, that these are all just coincidences of unrelated events, 
then that person has probably a problem with pattern recognition, with understanding how cyber warfare operates. I spent just uh, over 16 years in cybersecurity. And one thing I will tell you is that the United States infrastructure is under attack right now. And so we are in the midst of this firestorm event. The next parts of this is where it gets incredibly interesting. The next parts of this is where we begin to see the removal of patriots. Whether that's through able-bodied men 18 to 45 going off to fight a kinetic war against the new enemy of the world. Who's that new enemy? Well, we got the BRICS nations. I don't know if anybody noticed. The BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, are expanding. We have India, Egypt, Turkey, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, all looking to join the BRICS nations. Now, if a military alliance forms out of this, of which two of those countries are NATO countries, they would have to leave NATO to do that, we could see the West have the biggest challenge in almost over a hundred years. And is that going to happen? Absolutely it's going to happen. Why? Because that is how the world unravels. That is how this all occurs and begins. We all know this is coming to a climax. We all know this is coming to a precipice. We all know and understand that massive change is occurring right now. Just yesterday, the United Nations and the World Economic Forum joined hands in a certified partnership to expedite Agenda 2030, a more sustainable future with digital inclusion what they're really talking about there is the hijacking of the world economies and the world governments to usher in a tyrannical and oppressive totalitarian regime which utilizes a digital surveillance state, social credit score, 24-7 monitoring of your bodily functions, of your habits, absolutely zero privacy, monitoring of all of your social media accounts, your internet usage, where you travel to and fro. This is all happening right now. You know, my job here is to lead the blind to see, to, to help those people that can't see it, understand it. To help them prepare. To help them get a grasp on the reality that is at hand. We are moving into an election season here in the United States of America. We have elections here in November. And I don't know if they're even going to happen. We got certain things happening in Congress with bills. We have Joe Biden about to make an emergency declaration on climate change. 
We're going to talk about that much, much more as well as talk to Dr. Kirk Elliott here in just a minute after a message from our sponsor. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right. I don't know if it's the end of the world, but we're getting darn close. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh and we are talking with Dr. Kirk Elliott. Kirk, what is up, my man? How are we doing today? Oh, my word. I am doing great. How are you doing? Doing fantastic, Kirk. You know, there's a lot happening this week. We have a lot of numbers coming out next week. It looks like the Fed is going to make a decision on the raising of rates. We also have GDP numbers coming out. Uh, we saw that the market rebounded early this week, actually rebounded really, really good. And I was telling all my listeners last night, don't be fooled. This is the, uh, the teeter-totter, what I call the teeter-totter, the totalitarianism, is a massive increase in spike in price is going to just give them more room to drop it when these atrocious numbers come out. What are your thoughts on what's coming up here? Well, I would agree with that. I mean, the, the inflationary numbers are just out of this world, Josh. Um, but, so put it into perspective. Last month, we were at 8.5% on consumer price index. They bumped it up to 9.1%. Okay, so that's a 0.6 of a percent change, right? But it's not. 0.6 from 85 where it started is a 31% increase in the rate. So you multiply that out times 12 months, 
And, and what would we have 12 months from now? About 49% inflation at the official CPI level, right? But unofficially, true inflation at that point, when you give it the multiplier of 2.8, that, that puts us at possibly a year from now, staying on this inflationary trend, 149% inflation a year from now, if it stays on this trend. See, this is why I think what's coming, even, even over the next week and a half with these numbers, the GDP numbers, I think they're going to raise rates. My guess, if I were a betting man, and I'm not, but I'm just looking at logic, uh, three-quarters of a point to one-point increase in, in the rates uh, when the Fed meets in a week and a half. I, I'm in they agreement there. They have I, to try to slow it down. Agreed, agreed. And, and you know, the unfortunate part is, is 100 basis points is going to do absolutely nothing. I mean, it's, it's going to have a market reaction, but it's not going to do much for inflation. Well, it won't even touch inflation because for it to touch inflation, they have to get above the true inflation rate, which is about 25% right now. So 1% isn't going to amount to a hill of beans of difference for inflation, but what it will do is absolutely shellac the bond market. It will, it will just disseminate the equity market because we're, we're living at the margin already and right, right, those raising rates are going to wreak havoc on the markets. And so, so they're really at a catch-22. Um, and banks are running out of money. This is, this is one thing that, that you and I talked about this about three weeks ago um, mm-hmm. when the Fed did their stress test and, and J.P. Morgan Chase failed. But they failed the stress test, which means they don't have enough capital to withstand the storm. So last Thursday, you know, we're, we're talking six days ago, Jamie Dimon, CEO of, of J.P. Morgan Chase, said this quote, and it's not a good one. So, so he said, but geopolitical tension, high inflation, waning consumer confidence, the uncertainty about how high rates have to go, and the never-before-seen quantitative tightening and their effects on global liquidity are very likely to have negative consequences on the global economy sometime down the road. Okay. So when, when you understand Jamie Dimon's language, um, he says sometime down the road a lot. It's like his thing. So that last sentence where he says very likely to have negative consequences on the global economy sometime down the road, this is what he intended to say. We've got negative consequences right now and that down the road is right in front of us. Because what happens, big banks like J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, Citi, all of them, when, when equity prices come down, they do corporate buybacks, Right. So they're selling all these things when they're high, and then they buy them back when they're low, and this is how they maintain profitability. Under the stress test, they are now precluded from any corporate buybacks because they don't have enough money to do it. So they can't do normal operations to create profitability for their banks by buying back their their corporate positions at lower prices. See, this is not... Main Street America Bank. This is not some small regional bank. This is the largest bank in the country where their CEO is saying, oh, crud, we've got negative consequences right now. And what he wanted to say is the global economy is hitting us hard right now. They have run out of money. This is why they failed the stress test. And they don't even have enough money to do corporate buybacks. So, and, and then you look at what's happening in China, What's happening with J.P. Morgan Chase is, is what's happening in China is worse. So they've got runs on the banks. They're, they're telling Chinese citizens, you can't get your money out. 
They're proposing bail-in taxes. And so does everything bad in this world seem to come from China? I, I think so. <laughs> so you've got COVID, you've got all this other stuff. But now the Chinese central bank, their holdings of U.S. debt fell below $1 trillion for the first time since 2010. So what are they doing? They're getting rid of U.S. Treasuries. Why are they getting rid of U.S. Treasuries? Because in a rising interest rate environment, if you don't hold bonds until maturity and you have to sell them, you're going to get a lower price. The value of bonds comes down when interest rates go up. And now we're talking about another three-quarter percent increase or one percent increase. See, their treasury positions that they hold are going to get shellacked. But it's not just here. The, the, equity, the, the treasuries that they own from the European Central Bank, from the Bank of Japan, there's, there's, there's tightening, credit tightening all over the globe. So China's getting rid of all these treasuries, flooding the markets with them. We're going to see a bond blow up like I don't think we've ever seen. And it's going to be a global one. This is what's happening right now. This isn't down the road sometime. There, I think that the bond market crisis is going to be probably the linchpin, the, the pin that, that pricks this this equity bubble blow off and, and the debt blow off globally. And it's happening right now. China's getting rid of their treasuries like nobody's business. Well, when we look at this, we have certain events that are occurring within the time frame as well. Mm-hmm. So we have the end of the fiscal year coming up at the end of September for the federal government. We know that they're going to claim that they're out of money and they're going to do some type of emergency bill to keep government going until the end of the year. We have student debt relief on that. We have money going to Ukraine for that. And what I've said, Kirk, is that we're going to see one of the largest spending bills ever produced by Congress come through at the end of September because they got the November election. They need to win it. They need to ease the mind of all the liberals and Democrats out there. So they need to give them something. So that's going to be a $1.4 trillion bailout on student debt relief. Then they're going to give a stimulus to stimulate the economy. They're going to give money to Ukraine and fund the government until December. Which means that we should have probably about a 30 to 40 day window where we'll have this kind of illusionary economic stability through November where the Democrats can take credit for it. And I think that they're going to try to utilize that to, uh, to steal the election and say, oh, well, well, we did all these good things. But I think that this is going to be the straw that broke the camel's back and that after November 2022 election, whatever happens, it doesn't matter what, whether they steal it for the left or the right, whether it's not stolen and the, the Republicans win or the Democrats win, is we're going to see massive economic turmoil coming around late November and early December. What are your thoughts? I, I agree. I mean, things that I'm seeing and reading about and, and different, um, different uh, treasuries that expire, you're, you're talking about all of the stuff that goes back to the Chinese real estate market and, and some of those things expiring in October. I mean, we could see all of this actually imploding in October, which, which makes it very interesting for an election year cycle. Right. So so October, November, when people generally vote with their wallets, I would be curious to see how politicians spin this thing and what they come up with a proposed solution to try to get people's votes. 
because I think right around that time of the year, things are going to start falling apart. What's the other thing that starts falling apart at that point? Food. Right? We're going to have the harvest with, with no fertilizer for the growing season, and I think the yields are going to be very, very low, and food prices are going to be going through the roof, and people aren't going to be able to afford to feed their families. So this is, this is the problem that we're seeing this fall. I think this fall we're going to, I agree with you wholeheartedly, 100%, we're going to see some things really start to unravel at a, at a fast pit clip. Well, and it kind of has to, because you cannot continue this facade too much longer. I mean, you can only sustain this uh, instability for so long until the markets actually react in the proper and appropriate way. And right now we have massive market manipulation. We have massive government intervention, intervention by the Fed, basically just perpetuating this fraud and and pumping fake money into the system, trying to keep it going, which gives it a little bit of user sentiment, rises the markets just a little bit. But I've always called it the teeter-totter, the totalitarianism, in the sense where you'll have these small little increases of the market and then these massive drops downward. And then they will just compensate and say, oh, well, you know, it's uh, just a small little market downturn. And the market rebounded. Look, uh, we're up 700 points today. Uh, We're up, you know, the market's up 3.5% today. Or crypto is up 25% overall. And I'm sitting here warning people saying, don't fall for it. This is the same things that happened. I think, what, uh, 2007, 2008, same thing that happened 2000, 2001 is people fell for this, pumped their money back into the system, and then lost everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it took people eight years to recover in 2009. It took people nine years to recover in 2000. And those were, those were like just indexes. That was subprime lending, and that was tech stocks in 2000. These are not just subsectors of the economy that are imploding. This is like an everything bubble this time. It's a debt bubble. It's an implosion in the bond market, too much stimulus money causing the equities to collapse. And then you've got geopolitical conflict on top of that and other countries having capital crisis and banks shutting down and, and withholding people's deposits so they can't get to them in China. I mean, you look at this and it's like the culmination of a perfect storm. I, I really don't have a good feeling for the U.S. economy or the global economy come this fall. And, and But there is things that people can do, right? They, they, they need to go into tangible assets to get out of the paper, get out of the system kind of a mentality to really protect and preserve everything they've worked so hard to accumulate. And I agree. And, and that best tangible asset is gold and silver. Yeah, 100% it's gold and silver. See, two different, two different things. And right now, I like silver. Why? Because... It's an industrial metal. There's a lot of industrial demand for it, even in the sluggish global economy. And why is that? Because the global economy has been shut down for two years. They've been extinguishing existing inventories. Now they're having to rebuild. So that even though we have this horrible global economy, the manufacturing demand for silver is 1.2 billion ounces when the total production of silver in a year is 2 billion ounces. That leaves 800 million ounces of silver left for the entire global investment population, right? That's not an awful lot. So when you look at economics, okay, that's low supply, high demand, prices are going to go up. See, this is how you can look at investment. Strip the emotion out of it 
and just look at the logic and the math behind it and say, okay, when our goal is to minimize risk and maximize return, even though our freedoms are eroding all around us, doesn't mean our finances need to erode with it, Josh. This is, this is where gold and silver really come into play during this transitional economy and the page is turning so we can have enough money left for the next chapter to allocate into the next growing asset class. 100%, Kirk. And so people can go to getgoldtoday.com or they can call 720-605-3900 and talk to Kurt's team. And I'm telling you, if you got a 401k, if you got an IRA and you're worried about what's happening right now, you might be happy today because we had this little increase in price. But overall, I guarantee you're down. You can roll those over into gold and silver. You can take that old 401k that's no longer managed by your company and roll that over into gold and silver. 100%. I mean, that's probably 70% of our business is, is IRA rollovers because it's, it's sight unseen. It's money that people have. They've worked their whole life to accumulate, and they are so afraid of their retirements eroding. And it's an easy process. It's a 15-minute e-sign document to open up a new account at a custodian that allows for physical holdings. I'm, I'm talking 1,000-ounce bars, 100-ounce bars, 10-ounce bars, 1-ounce rounds, nothing paper. Don't do ETFs. Don't do mining shares. Don't do mutual funds. That's just paper. That's what we're trying to get away from. Physical, tangible assets are your best protection in an inflationary world. Kirk, I appreciate your time today, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll, we're going to talk to you here soon again. Guys, please, 720-605-3900. Get those 401ks and IRAs rolled over or just call his team to buy gold and silver today. Um, you can buy a few hundred dollars, a few thousand dollars, whatever it might be, $100,000. They'll take it all. They'll send you the gold and silver directly to you. But it's incredibly important. Getgoldtoday.com, 720-605-3900. Thank you so much, Kirk Elliott, for joining us. We'll be right back for a message from our sponsors. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show. And that was Dr. Kirk Elliott talking to us about the fate and state of our economy. And uh, again, that number is 720-605-3900 or go visit getgoldtoday.com. Let's go to the lines. Keith, what's up, man? The T word of timing, and I want to bring up a man who's made a good coin pushing financial prediction books, a guy named Harry Dent Jr. Uh, I've even uh, jettisoned uh, some of his books um, because they did not live and deliver uh, prediction-wise. Uh, I'm having a hard time with guys like Dent, who, who really make money. That's how they make their money, uh, having us buy their books on a quite regular basis, uh, saying that things are going to happen, and then they don't. Uh, I'll even tie in, uh, I've heard from several places that uh, as bad as things are, gold should really be at a higher price, and I understand uh, you're correct that at least several other experts are more keen on silver than gold. But I'd, I'd like to address, um, without throwing darts at any given expert, uh, that, t- that uh, concept of timeliness and being so emphatic that events like uh, Mr. Dent says are going to happen, and then they don't. I've uh, followed Harry Dent Jr. for 
some. Uh, well, well, if Harry Dent Jr. is full of crap, why do you keep following him? Uh, because he's so persuasive, and he seems to know what he's talking about. The problem is, because um, I want to say something else, um, uh, that uh, they, they insist that things are going to happen, and then they're way off in their timing so far as the actual predictions of when these events occur. And um, I'm just trying to sound, uh, without being overbearing, but a cautionary note, that lots of things are said about when events are supposed to take place, and then they don't, and then people give up because the experts, so-called would-be experts, were so keen, so emphatic that things were going to come as they predicted, and I'm just trying to square this, uh, being polite with a show like yours, because they're you're not the only one uh, like this uh, in this type of format, but uh, just asking uh, that um, people in your biz not be so overbearing that, oh, uh, bumping their chest, that they really know in uh, a true profit manner that things are going to occur, and then, as I deliberately mentioned, dent, and then they don't. Uh, I think that's what leaves people exasperated, and um, we just ask... um, there, there is, um, and even you, uh, I, I think you can take a little critique uh, when you were mentioning the Hoover Dam and all these uh, food plants that are burning down, and if you and my audience uh, can't connect the dots, oh, woe is you. I think you, uh, Mr. Josh Reed, have to understand that uh, people like you and me, certainly you, uh, were the true minority. You, uh, I would put you down as a quasi-expert. Many in your audience just don't have the time and um, simply the means, to say it, of keeping up on things like you do. And if they can't readily, if you want them, like with the Hoover Dam, connect the dots, that's really not egg on their face. It's just that... No, 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 Keith, I think you misunderstood me again. Um, What I was saying is if people fail to see the patterns or fail to understand the patterns, that's one of my jobs here, is to help people understand the news and what's unraveling in the world. If people listen to what I say, they go out and either accept it or research it themselves and don't see the patterns and they believe that this is all just due to random coincidence that's who i was talking about there well, uh, secondly me- secondly on top of that keith um dent is one thing <clears throat> you know i've known kirk elliott for a long time he is a man of his word he has been talking about this for a very long time we've all been talking about this for a very long time and i think if we look at the state of the economy it's again pattern recognition you could look at the state of the economy today and you can understand that something is seriously wrong it's a matter of pattern recognition it's a matter of understanding micro and macroeconomic principles supply and demand it's a matter of understanding that eventually the economy will capitulate and start collapsing upon itself, that we are headed towards a black swan event. Now, I give dates and time frames in, in a range. And the reason I do that is because I look at the most ideal time that we would want to see some type of global economic collapse that would benefit, that we would want to see this economic collapse that would benefit this global transition into the Great Reset. Keith, I appreciate your call. Thank you so much. But that's what I'm talking about here, is we're talking about this global transition, the Great Reset, that is incoming. So when, when we talk about these date and time frames, 
They're not just random. I'm not Howard Dent. I'm not making estimates based upon financial conditions. I'm looking at the whole picture. And if it doesn't happen, thank God. Jake, what's up, man? Hey, I just want your opinion. I just joined uh, on this Hoover Dam explosion. I just want your take on that. Uh, I find that very interesting. Well, Jake, we've been talking about this uh on my other shows, I do a, a podcast on redpills.tv. I do a ra- another show as well. But we've been talking about this, what I call the global firestorm event. And basically what it was, was we're going to see cyber attacks on various points of infrastructure. Uh, cyber Polygon global exercise took place between July and August of 2021. This was hosted by the World Economic Forum, the United States government, and other governments around the world, uh, where they simulated various cyber attacks on global infrastructure, basically terrorism with no face and no name. And I predicted out of this that we're about to see that same thing occur here in the United States of America. In August of 2020, we began seeing certain attacks on global fertilizer supply. One of the largest ones was an explosion in a Yemen warehouse with uh, hundreds of thousands of tons of fertilizer that supplied that whole Middle Eastern region. Um, Beginning in about August and September of 2021, we began to see a series of fires occur in the United States. These fires were random at first, but would do minor to minimal to sometimes maximum damage to food processing, manufacturing, and distribution centers. Once it hit about 10 to 12, we started reporting on it. That number is now up to about 100 and I think about 110, 120 various food processing, manufacturing, and distribution centers, all within geolocated areas that distribute, process, and uh, transport food to various locations in the United States. We started noticing this. Uh, We also said that there are probably going to be attacks on energy and infrastructure. We started seeing all of a sudden pipelines, uh, refineries starting on fire. And these are minimal damage. But you have to understand that if you have a facility that is 30, 40 years old with minimal damage that doesn't meet the EPA standards, that doesn't meet the new sustainability and climate change standards, that when they go back to their insurance company or the bank, they're going to have to either take out a loan, they're going to have to get an insurance payout, which the insurance can deny it because they weren't up to these standardizations. The banks can move in to buy them out. And this is exactly what we're seeing with these different types of facilities. But what they do is they put a temporary crunch on the supply chain. And this exasperates the supply chain to certain points to where we start seeing major disruptions especially when supply is decreasing and demand is increasing. We know what happens there with price. So what's happening here at the Hoover Dam is probably one of the first things that we saw in the sense of major electric companies being attacked. We saw one a few years ago in Texas. But basically the way this works, Jake, is a cyber hacker will utilize any type of IoT device, Internet of Things device, to link up into a unsecure network of these facilities. They can use like a digital thermostat like they did with Home Depot a few years ago. Once they get into the unsecure subnet, they can begin to penetrate deeper and deeper and get into the secure nets. Once they get into that, they get into the regulatory command and control centers, which basically regulate pressure pumps. Um, They regulate 
um, different types of gauges that monitor monitoring systems, whether it's, uh, you know, timed manufacturing machinery, whatever it might be. Any type of machinery that is linked up to a network that is on an automation schedule, you can basically hack into. And by slowly, by slowly changing the code base and making minor changes, you can overwhelm this type of machinery to overload at certain points and create a fire. And this is exactly what we're seeing in these food distribution, manufacturing, and processing centers, as well as these oil and gas. Was there anything else on that you wanted to talk about, Jake? No, not, not at all, but uh, real fast, just your take on uh, this global warming baloney and the HARP project in conjunction with chemtrails, and I'll just listen off air. Thanks. Appreciate it, Jake. Thank you. Um, we have record-setting temperatures all throughout the United States right now, all throughout the world. We've had the globalists push for this uh, global warming agenda for the longest time. Um, we have severe weather that, ha- that comes about from reactions to this. Um, HARP is a real thing for people that don't know. HARP utilizes um, extremely low frequencies that are shot up into the ionosphere to basically manipulate weather patterns. The majority of the weather patterns here on the planet are actually electrically contrived, which means that they operate with solar radiation that bombards the planet that stimulates electrical fields, which is known as the ionization field, within our upper atmosphere. There's a zone between our upper atmosphere and the ground known as the Schumann zone, and this is where we get the Schumann residence, 7.85 hertz to about 14 hertz that occurs, and this regulates the majority of the circadian rhythms of people on this planet. Well, Nikola Tesla and many other people realized a long time ago that if you induce electrical charge up into the ionosphere, if you remember Nikola Tesla's Wardenclyffe Towers with uh, free, clean, wireless electric power, this was the beginning of the HARP project. But what they did with HARP is they utilized high energy and they pumped it into the ionosphere and they realized if they concentrated that high energy in certain points and places, they could manipulate weather patterns, hurricanes, tornadoes. They could reduce the ozone layer. They could also move the jet stream to anywhere they really wanted to. And they've been using this for well over 25 to 30 years to manipulate various weather patterns. You add in what we would call chemtrails, and this could just be a, a metal substitute that is added to jet fuel, which brings about metallic particulates within the atmosphere. And so if you add that into the place right here, and you got solar radiation bombardment, you have electrical conductivity increase within over a certain area, and now you have metal particulates, you're going to have massive reactions within the atmosphere to these different conditions that are going to manipulate the weather. When you start manipulating the weather, you can move forth with these various types of agendas like climate change, which is going to tax the hell out of you and make us a slave to a tyrannical regime. And that's coming forth right now. And it has everything to do with the economy and everything that we're seeing right now because you can manipulate the crops You can manipulate the yields and everything. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back more with the Dark Delight Show. Hey, guys. Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, the Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. 
The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show, and we're talking about tons of different stuff. I was just talking about HARP. I was talking about weather manipulation, and uh, I appreciate that uh, those questions, Jay. You know, and, and it really is important to look at those things because, you know, then again, we go back to that level of, oh, man, that's just conspiracy. None of that stuff is real. None of that stuff is real. What I would recommend for people is to go to the north west region of australia and there's a small military base out there and if you zoom into the military base you're going to begin to see this very 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 familiar shape if you're familiar with um kabbalic symbology and it's basically metatron's cube and when you zoom in and find out what it is it's a harp location and HARP basically utilizes electricity, high frequency, well, extremely, they first started with extremely low frequency. I think now they actually utilize high frequency. But now it, they utilize high frequency waves that shoot up into the ionosphere, stimulate the ionosphere, which basically produces our weather patterns. And they've learned over, you know, a 40, 50 year span how to create hurricanes, tornadoes, how to increase heat, how to decrease heat, how to create snowstorms in Texas in the, in the beginning of summer. This stuff is very, very real. I've, I've been a student of this stuff for a very, very long time. Listen, I have an electrical engineering background in the United States Navy. I worked on advanced weapon defense systems. Spent 10 years in the United States Navy. I got out. 
I worked for a major airline for well over seven years, managing over 22 of their international and domestic operations. I've been in high-level business consulting in the tech industry, um, operated within cybersecurity for a very, very long time, even being the chief operating officer of a cybersecurity company for about four and a half years out here in Colorado. When I come to you with this stuff, it's not that I come to you like, I think, and this is what it might be. I'm telling you what I've observed in the sense of information and factual information, pattern recognition, taking this information and putting it together and looking at it in totality and trying to see what's really happening. Like, oh, Josh, you know, I agree with you on the political stuff, but that, that harp stuff, oh, that's conspiracy. I urge you, look into it for yourself. Research it. You know, before you ever discount anything, before you ever say, oh, that's just hearsay, or oh, that's not true, or that's just conspiracy, I highly recommend that you become a subject matter expert on that topic before you give anybody that perspective. And the reason I say that is because the state of our current economy, if you have ever traded, swing trade, day trade, if you take care of your own investment strategy, you start to see red flags that pop up. You start to see these imminent declines within the economic state. You start watching FOMC meetings, the Federal Reserve meetings. You start watching what the Federal Reserve chairman's doing, bank presidents are doing, where the wealthy are putting their money. And I'll tell you right now, the wealthy are not putting their money in the stock market. They're not buying stocks and bonds. They're not buying businesses. Venture capital, which basically funds innovation within the private sector, over the last year and a half has plummeted well over 60%. This means the wealthy are no longer investing in businesses and innovation, but instead are retracting their money and putting it somewhere else. And guess where they're putting it? Intangible assets, property, real estate, gold, silver. And so, you know, when we look at other economists around the world, especially the mainstream ones, I could give two poops what they say, what they think. If you listen to Kramer every day, then you're going to be misguided and misled because he's a paid stooge. If you listen to the guy that has misled you for 20 to 30 years because he's persuasive, I highly recommend dropping that guy and finding somebody who's on the money. Because that's where it truly does pay in these tough economic downturns, is being on the money when it counts. Kirk Elliott, that's one person in this world that I trust. And the reason I trust him is because not only does he say buy gold and silver, but that's what he does. He literally is investing his own money in gold and silver, his own money in tangible assets. PhD, dual PhD economist, one in theology, one in economics. Incredibly smart human being. I've been, I've been in the markets, watching the markets, playing the markets for well over 15 years. I'm telling you right now, 
that there's some serious problems with the global economy, with the economy here in the United States of America. I mean, how, how can we look at the economy here in the United States of America? Watch the radicalized spending by Congress, the printing of money that we don't have, that our grandchildren don't have, that our great-grandchildren don't have. And say, oh, everything will be fine. Inflation is well over 23% right now. Go to the grocery store. Go to the gas station. Oh, everything will be fine. Everything will rebound. No, it won't. Everything is moving towards a one black swan event. All it's going to take is either a kinetic global conflict to be unleashed into the world, a massive climate cataclysm, some type of terrorist event, some, some type of event globally that's going to trigger the massive collapse of the global economy. When that happens, all these countries will begin to capitulate because they are so unstable. The foundation that these economies are built on are crumbling. That one little push in the right direction and it's all going to come crashing down. This isn't rocket science. This is simple mathematics. This is simple economics. The world is changing. The direction is up to those who are awake and understand what's happening. Not the elitist. Not those that are asleep. But you and me. Because we are the ones that are awake. We are the ones that can make the difference. We are the ones that move the change. This is the United States of America. And it forever will be the United States of America. Because good people and patriots like you and me will not let it fall to our knees. God bless you guys. You take care. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of the Dark Delight Show. Take care.